0: Who needs the Olympics when you have the UA Sports Festival? Well, buckle up, because we're about to talk all about it as we cover the first half of season two of My Hero Academia this week on Shonen and Suds. <gasps>
1: Cody!
0: How you doing, man?
1: <laughs> I'm doing well, Chris. How are you? Doing good, doing
0: good, my friend. You know, it's always a good time here when we are talking some My Hero Academia because season five just started this past week. I'm so fucking hype. And uh, you were telling me before cast Cody that you haven't watched it yet. Granted, you had you had good reasons, but that doesn't that doesn't you know soothe my you know my savage rage.
1: <laughs> yeah, hopefully I can get to it tonight. I've been catching up on Attack on Titan, and I procrastinated watching the first half of season two until. Literally yesterday. Um, so I had quite a bit of anime to catch up on. So, uh, but we'll, we'll get there. By next week, I'll have what episode one and two finished, and uh, we can mm-hmm. talk all about it.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Of course, you know, if you didn't catch that in the beginning, this is Shonen and Suds. I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I am Cody Snodgrass. Indeed, you are all day long, every day. And uh, like we said, uh, we're going to be talking the first half of season two of My Hero Academia. And Cody, you know, we, we've talked about this the last couple days. Um, I, you know, this I think might be my least favorite part of the show so far, and and I only mean that because I typically don't like tournament arcs in anime. I think they're so fucking tired, like. They make, for the most part, because I will say in in their defense that of all the tournaments in any anime I've seen, this one makes the most sense. Uh, and we'll talk about that as we go through the episodes, why. But I typically hate tournaments because it's like, dude, um, yeah, we're going to take over the world. I'm a demon. I'm going to take over the world. But we're going to have a tournament first. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. Just just do it. Just take over the world or try you know, don't don't have like an organized martial arts event to see if you can do it or not. You know what I mean? Like I hate that shit so much, but maybe it's a cultural thing. because um, even like like look at the fucking cell games, man. like that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like in future trunks world, they just took a, like the androids just killed everything. Yeah. like they didn't have a fucking tournament. there's like, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. You're dead, and you're dead. Not, hey man, here's a 16 man bracket. Fucking sign up, fight for your life. You know what I mean? Like, I hate that shit.
1: Yeah, I think it's just a, it's a good way to show off like your characters' abilities and like uh-huh. their powers. Um, but as far as like from a storytelling point, mm-hmm. it, it's usually not very good. However, in this mm-hmm. one, we do get some backstory on a few of our like key characters. So I think it, yes. I think it definitely works out well here. And like you mentioned before, the cast, it kind of is like the Olympics for like this world essentially
0: mm-hmm, yeah,'cause I actually mentioned that and we'll and we'll go we'll go into that in some more detail but cody you know i can't i I can't get too far in um i'm, I'm my throat's dry i have I have a thirst that cannot be salate. um so with that being said, what's you drinking oh that was a good one, holy shit
1: okay, the mic picked it up great <laughs> it sure did uh Chris we're back at it with the truly iced tea seltzer mm 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 gold can things whatever these things are uh and yeah. today today i got the uh the strawberry crossover tea flavor um oh man pretty good uh i like this flavor um it's definitely either this or the raspberry that i think are the two best i would say well that's a hell of a segue cody because
0: i am actually cracking open the raspberry love that <laughs> Yeah, so we're we are still on the same page. We're both uh, we are both uh, attacking this truly multi pack from you know giving it the old pincer attack from opposite ends of the box. That's right. Um, <laughs> the The raspberry flavor is actually really really good. Um, I will actually say I had the strawberry. Um, I had peach and lemon um, the first, last week. Um, I've got strawberry with me. Obviously, I've had clearly I've had these already. I don't I don't just go in blind if I'm you know drinking something on a podcast. No no no. A little try before you buy. Um, the strawberries actually want probably the strawberry might actually be my favorite in the box. Yeah, which um, is weird because I don't think like when I think strawberry iced tea, that's not something that's like mm, I need a strawberry
1: iced tea. You know what I mean? That's not. Oh yeah, I, I totally get it. Um, but you know these aren't these aren't bad. They're starting to grow on me. This is my second party pack or mm-hmm. whatever you call these little twelve packs I've had. Um, dude, you're the king of the party pack on this uh, on this podcast, man. You are a
0: podcast party pack. I don't know, purveyor.
1: Yeah, there's a seltzer party pack. It seems like every four weeks there's a new one. And there's already, like, there's the new Bud Light, like, out of the office pack, I think is what it's called. (laughs) They got, (laughs) like, I don't even know what the flavors are. I can't even remember them off the top of my head. But once Mm -hmm. we get through these, I'll I'll move on to that. I still got to go back and finish up a couple flavors of the Truly Lemonades on the cast. I mean. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, White Claw has their iced teas now. That's actually what I wanted to get, but they didn't have them. So, oh, like, white th- that whole section of the shelf was empty. Yeah, White Claw has iced tea seltzers now.
1: Well, Chris, when I was at the grocery store yesterday, I saw Mike's Hard Seltzers. I'm like, Jesus, like,
0: holy shit! I just
1: want to get ahead of the seltzer curve. That way, I can, you know, maybe <sighs> maybe <laughs> escape and have an actual beer one of these times. No, we're gonna
0: we're gonna fucking get to the point where it's a yes. I'm cracking open a nice Seagram's Escape this week
1: on the podcast. <laughs> Jesus, I'm Jamaican me crazy. Mm-hmm. Love that, Chris. But uh that's I, I'm ready. But, uh, if yeah, you so, are. But, but, oh
0: wait, wait, wait. Yeah, actually absolutely. Uh yeah, we we have a, a a good a big piece of news here. Um obviously, you know, actually a couple pieces of news. Obviously we mentioned uh in passing that season five of My Hero Academia is out uh this past Saturday. I was actually up at six AM because it's on Hulu, like almost like right off the bat. Um I was actually up this past Saturday at six AM and I was like, Oh shit, I'll see if my hero's on here, and sure as hell was. So it's uh I am now back to that point where I will be waking up every Saturday morning and I will have a, a fresh a fresh My Hero Academia to watch. So I'm really, really stoked about that. But uh,
1: watching your Saturday morning this. cartoons, right? <laughs>
0: Damn right. I will have my bowl of cereal, I will be crisscross applesauce on that floor. Red I'll have my I'll actually have my All Might <laughs> I'll have that like on the floor next to me, my my Mirio pop on the other side. It's gonna be a good time. <laughs> But uh actually my Dobby I'll I'll bring my Dobby statue down cuz that's uh that's super relevant to this season coming up. But um that wasn't the only piece of news, man. Uh the uh, got some information here on the third My Hero uh anime movie. I'm actually reading it uh, from an article in Newsweek. Um so it's the upcoming third film uh, it's called My Hero Academia the movie World Heroes Mission. Uh, World Heroes Mission. Um, The release date in Japan is actually August 6th. Um, Nothing has been confirmed yet for an international release. So, I mean, I would expect to see it probably a few months, you know, three to six months afterwards, depending. I mean, obviously there's some, uh, you know, some, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. So, eh. Um, but the, um, the trailer, there's a, there is a, a, not kind of a teaser trailer um the big thing about the trailer it says uh, it shows a shot of a news program sa- informing its viewers that uh, Midoriya is wanted for mass murder.
1: Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. I haven't seen the teaser trailer. I'm looking at some of the just some of like the still shot images of like it's like it's like images of Deku Todoroki and Bakugo all together mm-hmm. and it looks like they got some cool new outfits on so it looks interesting.
0: Absolutely. And if it's obviously, if it's anything like the last two films, I know we're in for a really awesome ride. I, I miss, I I plan on seeing this in theaters. Hopefully again, theaters will be more, will be a lot more um, open, I guess. You you can't put it any other way. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the theaters in my area are still closed. Um, So hopefully by the time this releases, um, some of those theaters will open up because I missed I actually was at a uh, where was i at i was at nationals for final fantasy i was at the you know dark crystal cup slash nationals weekend uh when the first my hero movie came out then i and i was like well i'm not missing the second one so i got to see the second one in theaters um so i definitely want to keep the trend and see this one in theaters as well so fingers crossed for that but uh i'm excited i am absolutely excited for that
1: yeah i'm definitely looking forward to Going through it and covering all three of the movies on the cast because I I haven't seen any of the movies. Um,
0: oh, they're great! Yeah, they
1: so great. I'm looking forward to it.
0: But uh, but more immediately, you know, we you know, we'll get to that. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But now, Cody, uh, grab your foam finger, your uh your your concessions. You know, your $14 hot dog, maybe uh, you <laughs> know a $9 Bud Light, and uh, hop into the stands because we are here covering the sports, the UA Sports Festival. Um. This is the first 12 episodes of season two. Um, and we're going to go ahead and dive right in. So basically season two kind of opens with a, it, it's more of a, a, a slight recap. I don't want to say, I don't want to say it's like a full on recap, but, you know, we were brought back to the reality that, the uh, you know, the news is reporting that UA there they were attacked by the League of Villains and that they were, uh, you know, they were, the villains were plotting to kill All Might. Um, but obviously, there were seven, There were seventy-two arrests made. But the leader of this villain group, um, is, the whereabouts are unknown. So obviously, obviously, we're talking about Shigaraki. He and uh, uh man, I, I I cannot remember the, Kuro the guy's Giri. name. Uh, the Kurogiri. Thank you. Yes, they both uh, they both were able to make their escape um, back to their uh, their bar. Um, and one thing we see, we do see a. Um, you know while that's playing we actually see a uh, like an office room uh, and you see uh, you get a glimpse of a of a hero who it's kind of alluded to that this is all might's former
1: teacher oh yeah the little little old man basically um yeah and we'll absolutely. see him a lot in the series going forward from absolutely I so this is our or.
0: first look at uh I I feel so awful. I cannot remember his name. Not that it matters, because we'll get to that when we when we officially introduce him into the show. Um, so now it, it goes back to UA. Uh, they're closed. Um, this is the day after um the attack with the League of Villains. So UA is actually closed, and they have the faculty members actually having a uh they're having a meeting uh with the police investigator uh, Sakaguchi All Might's Homie, um and they they just kind of discuss the um you know, in kind of what the news was going over, you know, there were 72 arrests. They didn't really have any information, um, about the, uh, you know, the people that actually did this. Um, all my does note that, uh, the leader did display like very much, you know, very much childlike in the way he acted. Um, and they, uh, you know, the, she, uh, I'm sorry, Sakaguchi you know, was kind of deducing that this person is clearly their leader. Um,
1: <clears throat> yeah, they're kind and of then, um, they're kind of just having like a little roundtable conversation with the principal and kind of just deciding, you know, like what what the next move is going to be, and that they're going to have to basically increase yep. security because they obviously have this big UA sports festival coming up. Yep. Uh, we got our boy Snipes there. I think Midnight. The whole.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: Man. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of the I guess they are like the faculty heroes, quote unquote.
0: Yep. And then we get uh we kind of get some um. Some it kind of goes around to all the students. So they're at home. Um, it goes to um, Izuku. You know, obviously, uh, you know Deku is thinking about you know you know what's going on, about you know how he can manage, you know, how he he can master uh, the quirk that he's been given without you know completely destroying himself. Um, you see uh, see Bakugo like brushing. I can't remember if this is like yeah when he's like brushing his teeth and his mom's yelling at him. I we don't meet her yet, but I fucking love Bakugo's mom. <laughs> Um, and then it, it cuts around, to, you know, a lot of the different students, you know, that kind of this, this their off day. Um, and then, you know, back to class the next day, man. And uh, we get to see my man, Izawa who got fucked by uh, Nomu. He is in class and he is, he looks like a mummy. He is bandaged from head to toe. Um, but he, he pretty much is like, yeah, whatever. You know, this doesn't matter because we, we got something very, very important coming up. And that's the, uh, of course, the UA Sports Festival. Here it's mentioned that, in this world since quirks have become you know 80% of the population has quirks that the olympics were pretty much replaced with this this sports festival um and the best way to describe what this sports festival means think about in professional sports when you have professional teams or even colleges send scouts out to high schools to recruit players that is very much what this is, because a lot of the pro heroes are watching this with the interest of possibly recruiting these people to their agency or like they want this guy to be their sidekick or, you know, and because it's not just. Um, and um I'm cutting ahead, but we'll come back to the interaction with Class 1B, who we actually meet here first, but. It's not just the hero course, you have the support group, you have the business, uh, pretty much all the facets of UA, the marketing, you have all of these facets that are competing and are doing things to show, to pretty much groom the next the next generation of heroes, which I think is really cool that it's essentially like the hero agencies have their own farm system. And I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, it it almost reminds me of like the NFL Combine, except for superheroes.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I was saying, you know, while I hate like tournament arcs in animes, this one makes so much sense because while there's not like an immediate, if I win this, I'm going to save the world type thing. It's like, hey, if I do well in this thing, I'm probably going to have a bright career as a hero ahead of me. So I really, really like that angle. I think that's really, really cool. But yep. anywho, bringing it back to present, so um, so a lot of the students, once Izawa mentions that the sports festival is coming up, some of the students are worried. That's like, hey, man, isn't this uh, this a little too soon? Like, we just got our shit kicked in by these by these random villains. And Aizawa goes on to explain that you know, hey, this is this is kind of a big deal for a lot of the men, a lot of the reasons I just mentioned. And this is where their chance to get scouted. Um, and of course, everybody's getting hyped up for the festival. The most notable is ochako um she you know of course she has this kind of weird moment where she's like i'm gonna do my best she's like i'm gonna say it one more time for the people in the back i'm gonna do my best um (laughs) you know like she's getting really really hype and um the big thing uh, this is where we start to get some of her backstory here that like she's really uh, she's quote unquote in this for the money she wants to be a hero for the money now i know that sounds kind of shitty but when she explains why she really really wants to help her family like her family has always like supported her she seems like she very she comes from like very like you know blue collar like parents work in multiple jobs but she's but they're always like pursue your dreams be what you want to be or will support you every step of the way like a very healthy household but they just don't have the most money you know what I mean? Like, that's that's very, like, middle class. Like, she's super, super middle class. That's the vibe I got. Yeah. Um, reminds par- me of, like... No, go ahead.
1: Yeah, her parents run, like, a construction company, I want to say that's yep. what she says, and they just haven't had any business, which mm-hmm. I almost find a little hard to believe with heroes and villains destroying... You know, oh, dude, you would think destroying the, the contracts <laughs> would be
0: popping up left and right. Oh, a fucking city hall just got blown up for the third time this week. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Grab would... the
1: cranes, boys. That's <laughs> Maybe they're just losing the bids or something. I don't know.
0: That's very possible. because um, wow. you, you because maybe they run a smaller company. but again, like they feel like she is so compelled. She's so worried about their finances that she's like, I need to be a hero to pay them back to help them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's and that's super, super huge. And of course, you know, they're about to, her, Tenya, and uh, Deku are about to go have lunch. And then old all might appears um and wants to have lunch with uh, with old Deku here. And the big thing about this is this is where All Might is like, you know, a, he says that, you know, after that last fight, he can only he can only be in his hero form for less, a little bit less than an hour, which is huge. Um, and the big thing here is he's telling Deku like, you know, this is this is a big deal. Like you really need to. Like you need to like he says it to you need to announce to the world that I am here. He's like, this This is now, this is where you're going to debut the fact that you're going to be the next uh, quote unquote All Might. Like, you are now, you you are now one for all. So, I get that right. I always get the two mixed up. One for all. Yes. All for one is take. One for all is give. Okay. Got it. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. I always have to go through that in my head. But, like, this is like, almost like, this is your debut. Like, this is your chance.
1: Yeah. And, and... Like like you mentioned earlier, he, he's also mentioning that his power is starting to diminish at this point. So mm-hmm. time for Deku to really go out and show his stuff. Absolutely, and that's where that episode's in. End, episode ends, and we're going. You know, we're honestly going
0: right into it. We are. We are here at. The, oh, I actually, I know this is the episode where we meet the kids from class one B. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and of course, obviously, you know, it goes right back into the next episode. Deku is very much like. Uh, I don't know if I can do this, man. Um, you know, he's very like skeptical about like he, I, I can't control this ability. How the hell can I be you when I can't even do my job without breaking my fucking fingers? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um But he just tell you know he just tells him to, you know, get hits him with all the classic like, you know, just do your best, don't overthink it, you know, give it 110%.
1: <laughs> Gives him all the all know. the cliche lines pretty much. Very much so.
0: Um, so as as the day is coming to, to an end here um we're uh, the, cl- the students uh, from 1a are trying to leave but there's a uh, there is a, a massive crowd around their um around their door around their classroom door and they're inter- here we're introduced to uh class 1b um we're introduced to a uh, I believe this is the uh, katsuki is the blonde kid like the, the the cocky blonde you know the very uh the high school cliche mm-hmm um, you know, he's pretty much like, you know, like, you know, we're from general. Oh, no, 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 Katsuki is, uh, this is my man. <laughs> uh, I want to say this is, uh, no, Katsuki is, uh, Bakugo, who is the, uh, fucking, uh, because we meet the, or Shis... yes, because I'm trying to remember here, we meet the blue-haired kid.
1: Yeah, there's the purple-haired guy that I'm thinking of that Deku has to fight later on. Yes. I believe his name's Shisui. Yeah, it's a, it's she's a... sweet. And
0: then there's uh, there's Tetsu Tetsu, who's pretty much like metal fucking. Uh, he's like metal metal Kir- Kirishima. Um, but anyway, like he's he's like you know, hey, you know, I'm stuck in general studies. But pretty much says, you know, hey, if y'all you know we're you can't slack off because if y'all fuck up, I'm gonna be in one A. I'm gonna be in the hero state. So pretty much, class one B declares war on class one A. They're like y'all ain't shit. And of course, Baka goes like. Yeah, you know, he just walks right through him. He doesn't give a shit. He's just like, you know, all that matters is I beat them. And he just pieces out.
1: My bad, Chris. I actually so, mis- I mispronounced the name, but it's Shinso is the guy's name. Shinso, okay. Yeah, Shinso. Uh,
0: I've always called him, I've always called him Call Might. Because it's like, that. he's like, okay, you know, we're going to take a quick tangent here. Because, Cody, like, this motherfucker is so powerful. Like, this guy should be just, like, drumming up, like, crank calls to, like, the villain's hideout. And just asking them like, "Hey, you know, you want to talk about your car warranty, or you, you want to? Did you order this pizza?" And it's like, boom! All of a sudden, they're under his control. Fucking case closed. Yeah, this guy could just whoop their ass over the phone.
1: You know, that's you know, call Mike. That would be that would make it way too easy, though, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah this this dude is this dude should just be like on the switchboard managing the telephone and the walkie talkies like all day long. Like this kid is powerful, and we'll see more of that. Um, so, of course, here we are, you know, kind of, you know, cutting through a lot of the, um, you know, and of course the class here, they are, they're all talking about how, like, you know, hey, I want to beat you, I want to beat you, like, the, the class is very comp- intercompetitive with themselves, and, you know, they, they pretty much, like, especially Todoroki, he pretty much goes up to Deku and was like, you know, I am, I will beat you, you know, you know, even though he, you know, he even goes on to explain that, like, you know, I am, I am stronger than you. But All Might has, you know, there's a reason that All Might has taken an interest in you. And if the number, if pretty much if the number one student, uh, teacher is in your, in your corner, or if the number one hero is in your corner, there's definitely something special that, you know, that pretty much that I need to overcome. So Shoto is definitely, yeah you know, he knows, Shoto is probably the strongest in the class. I, I would venture to say he's probably the most well-rounded hero. And of course, you know, we, we understand why here in a little bit, but He's not stupid. He he knows that if All Might is interested in this kid, there's clearly something there.
1: Yeah, it seems like him and Bakugo are the ones that are really starting to pick up on, like, the similarities between All Might and yes. Deku. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the other class... Like, all, like, Sue, I think she picked up on it in the previous season, and so, like... Yep. It, it also... <laughs> It kind of blows my mind that Deku keeps saying like "smash" and like "Detroit Smash," and he's like, "Yeah, it's like it's like you're not even trying to hide like, it." Yeah, it's like you're not even trying to, <laughs> not like not even at all. Like, um,
0: yeah, you can but, pick a
1: different word. There's plenty of words to pick. Just grab a th- uh, thesaurus and like
0: look up <laughs> "smash" and just pick another word. Absolutely, you know. But, uh,
1: yeah, Shoto basically but, declares war on him as well. So Deku's got quite a bit of competition because this isn't oh, like yeah. a, This isn't a team effort. This is they're pretty much Absolutely. on the roof. and uh...
0: yep and of course um you know that we have now the uh you know class 1a walks out uh you know we have the uh the opening fe- you know pretty much the opening ceremony of the sports festival um you know and this is the uh the freshman classes because i guess you know you don't really see much of the upper classmen, but like this we're pretty much seeing like the fresh, like this is the the new crop the net like the newest generation that there could possibly be because you get the vibe that by the time you're entering your junior or senior year at a uh, at um UA, your 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 destiny has already been you know decided. You you know where you're gonna go. You've done your internships. You've got your provisional licenses. The next step is just getting your degree and or what you know, your diploma and actually going out into the real world. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so pretty much so they're um. So at the start of the uh, at the festival, we're introduced to the chief referee, our girl Midnight. And of course, you know, Mineta fucking loves that. <laughs>
1: yeah, loves her costume for sure.
0: <laughs> oh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? And of course, uh, you know, they asked for a student representative so to lead the pledge. And Bakugo is just like, I'm going to win. Yep. <laughs> and there's like, well, Okay. And uh, and then we're introduced to our pretty much our preliminary round because we you know, we have a lot of students and this is how we're going to start narrowing it down because it's going to be several several events that's going to narrow it down to pretty much like top cut right like for all our card gamers out there you know we're we're going through Swiss now now we're gonna we're getting the top we're gonna work our way to top cut this uh this first event Cody is a uh, is an obstacle course mm-hmm. a uh like a, a race obstacle course and uh. You know, you see pretty much right off the bat in this thing. Um, Todoroki is just making, you know, makes this look easy. Him and Bakugo both are just working their way through. And you're seeing, you know, you're seeing students struggle. You're seeing some, like, you know, a lot of people kind of feel, I don't know. Like, it, it's, ha- it's happening really, really quickly. And people are like, oh, shit, there's a lot going on. There's mines, there's ro- you know, there's more of the, the robots from the uh, from the entrance exam. It's all kinds of shit. Um, and the big thing here is, uh, Deku is worried. Um, he's like, I don't know how I can catch them or get, you know, or do this without like hurting myself. So what I like what he does here, um, we get to a point where, you know, of course we're kind of, I I urge everybody to watch this. because We're not going to do it any justice, but, uh, long story short, like Todoroki so far in the lead, Bakugo's like coming up behind him. Like those two are neck and neck and they get to a minefield. Um, and Deku's got like a piece from one of the, the the Guardian robots, and he he comes up with this real fucking crazy idea. Um, he gets a. Well, then that leads us into our next episode. So we'll say we'll we'll kind of go on right on through. He gets this real crazy fucking idea. Yeah, he, think, uh, and,
1: I'm gonna stop you just for a second. No, I, go think, ahead. I think most of these we don't even have to say like where the episode breaks are because it's just it's pretty this much this whole just, thing just flows. Right just a together. It's like three events. And, uh, exactly. Yeah. Continue. My bad.
0: No, that's okay. No, that's a good point. Um, because I was, I, I did want to kind of just go over the whole festival in long form. But yeah, so basically, um, you know, he's got this crazy idea, and then we see Deku and Bakugo uh, on a uh, Todoroki and Bakugo, um, kind of neck and neck, and we see this massive explosion in the minefield behind them, and riding on his fucking metal surfboard at this point uh, is young Midoriya coming in fucking hot. So uh, his idea was just to gather up a bunch of the mines, get this uh, – he's, he's going to Captain America the shit out of this thing. He's going to put this, this thing he's now – this metal plate he's now fashioned into a shield. He's going to take a running leap and just plop right on top of the mines. And uh, it works better than he could have imagined because he is fucking catapulted in front of uh Bakugo and um, Todoroki. So and then of course we we get and of course Bakugo and uh and Todoroki they're they're too busy like fucking with each other while you know meanwhile Deku gets ahead of them and then we've got like then it cuts to this um this um this canyon where we get to see uh this is where we get to see like uh um sorry I me I'm trying to get again this is all kind of all over the place but it uh, goes back to uh to uh, Mina and uh, Ochako, and uh, we're introduced to Mei Hatsume. She is from the uh, she is from the support class, and she's kind of fucking psycho. Like she's just always talking about her babies, her babies, and she wa- and um she's pretty much like all gadgeted up. She just uses all of her little uh, her little gidgets and gizmos to get over this obstacle that has uh, all these caverns that are or these these pits that are connected with tightrope.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she so, almost she almost reminds me of Winry from um like Full Model mm-hmm. Alchemist. Uh for those of you yes. guys who've seen that, she's like she's like the gadget girl of this show.
0: Yep. And that all takes place before the minefield, so I do apologize for that. So at the minefield, um Deku gets ahead and um he he one of the things he does to get he's he's neck and neck with uh with Bakugo and um Todoroki. So he he takes the uh the plate and like swings it over his head and just smashes it on a mine, which catapults him further. And it kind of knocks Bakugo and, um, Todoroki off to the sides and he just gets up and he just starts hauling ass. Cause it, cause I mean, he knows that Bakugo and Todoroki are very much going to be able to catch up. And Todoroki does something that he's like, shit, the only way I can really catch up is if I make like kind of like an ice, almost like kind of like Iceman. He just starts riding on, uh, uh, on a sheet of ice but what what he doesn't like is the fact that that covers the minds and it actually lets the students behind him start to catch up mm. but but anywho where you know deku is uh, he is just fucking full steam ahead and he is the first one through in this event uh of course all might just oh just so fucking proud and we get like kind of a big like big emotional moment that he's the first one to cross the finish line and then you start to see everyone else start to trickle on through um i want to say everybody from class 1a actually makes it through this first preliminary round
1: yeah i do believe so i know it's 42 students in total um and it seems like all of our all of our regulars have made it through (laughs) and i love how uh I, I feel so bad. I,
0: I always I forget her, her name. Uh oh my god. She she can make the Yoka
1: uh... uh Toku or uh I I'm know so who you're bad. talking about. The girl in the red with the long black yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. The,
0: the, I, I love that like she comes in and she's just fucking exha just just exacerbated. Just fucking <gasps> Why is that so hard? <laughs> Fucking Manetta is just like stuck to her. And he's just <laughs> like, oh, it was totally worth it. It was so great. So some great comedic moments here. Uh, now, what's important about your placing here is for the next event, the Calvary Battle. So what we're, what's going to happen here is you put together a team of about four people. Oh, Getting parched here, Cody. So team of four, and you pretty much have you have a a rider and you have four people carrying that rider um what's what's important here is based on your placing in the preliminary event, you're assigned a point value i want to say whoever was 42nd is worth five points and it goes up incrementally by five until you get the first place uh because the first place was assigned a value of fucking 10 million points (laughs)
1: yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: and uh, so and when you put and uh, we'll we'll get back into that in a second, but the, the what's important is that the member, when you form your team, the team pretty much gets a value based on the sum of its members. Um, and of course, when they mention that uh, Deku is in first place with 10 million points, the fucking glares, and he's just like, oh shit.
1: Yeah, he, and of course he knows everybody's going to be after him.
0: Oh my god! And then that takes us right into episode seventeen. Um much right this opens where like people are starting to put their teams together, and Deku knows he's like nobody's going to want to fucking team with me. They're they they want my points. They don't want to be with me. They want to they, they want to kill me. So, but what's really cool is the whole purpose of this is it's to simulate how difficult it is to be the top dog. You know, you are, you know, you're the, you're the number one hero at this point, you know, quote unquote. So people are going to be gunning for that top spot. So now you've got to like, you're in this kind of rock in a hard place where it's like, you know, you, you want people to help you, but also like people might not want to help you because they, they want what you've got. Which is kind of a weird dynamic, you know what I mean, for heroes. But I get it when it's kind of a, when there's a bit of a like career path, social stature associated with it. Um. So basically, um, the point value, each team is assigned a headband with their point value on it, and pretty much they have 15 minutes to form their team. And as expected, everybody wants to be on Bakugo's team. That dude's having, like, tryouts.
1: Yep. And uh, unfortunately for our boy Deku, he's experiencing oh the, the exact opposite. Pretty much oh nobody... God. People are,
0: like, avoiding him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for uh, good old Ochako, of course she's oh, being, man. being the sweetheart she is,
0: and he's so happy. Oh my god, he's he like you know has his, his crazy tear moment. And by the way, while this is going on, it, this whole while the whole sports festival is going on, we keep getting flashes over to uh, to Deku's mom, and she is just a fucking wreck on the couch at home, just wishing her babies just all the luck. Like, you know, like typical mom, like, oh, that's my baby. Oh, I'm so proud of you, my baby. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. Know, so <laughs> <laughs> she is just a fucking slop. She is so just, <laughs> she can't take it. But, so the teams are starting to form. Um, so I, I'm trying to remember the teams, but basically uh, Deku, he gets Ochako. Um, he tries to get Tenya. But Tinya's like, hey, you know, you guys are my best friends, but Deku, you are also a rival. And if if I keep trying to if I keep um you know trying to ally myself with you, and this becomes a, a theme, you know, in later rounds as well, that like I need I need to get stronger and surpass you, and I will not do that if I'm on your team. So Tenya being very respectful is like you know thank you but i can't and and deku understands he's like hey i get it man um so what happened what i really love here is that um i'm trying to remember um uh, yeah. no he gets he gets
1: Mei first. yeah May comes over and she's like hey i got all these basically shows i'm like her like Whatever her boots oh, are yeah. called, like her rocket boots that she's got.
0: Oh, she's got all the fucking goods, man. She's got like the trend, She's like the salesman in Resident Evil Four. The thing for sale. <laughs> she's got like all the everything to enhance their quirk.
1: Absolutely. So he's got a three-man group, and then we don't get to see—I I should say—a a, two woman and one man group. And uh, absolutely, we get to see him. He kind of—you don't get to see who he—he he touches somebody on the shoulder, and he's like, "I'd like you to be on my team," and then. Um, when all the teams are getting revealed, we finally get to see that it's Tokiyomi. Oh, um, yes, sir. Who is also on Deku's team. Cause he likes the, like his dark shadow ability. I think it's, it's good for offense and defense. It's pretty much the best of both worlds. And, um,
0: yeah. And it's, it's almost like having a fifth person on your team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Really. When, when you, when you really get down to the nuts and bolts of it.
1: But yeah. The rest of teams are formed. I can't remember who's all with who, but, um,
0: yeah, we have, we have 12 teams total. Um, there there's there's a, a lot of the the teams have pretty much joined up with their own homeroom. um so a lot of the one a guys are with one a. There's a couple of mixed teams, uh, some one a and one b put together. Uh, but there's twelve teams in total and they're each assigned a point value. And as soon as this fucking thing starts, everybody is just going right after right after deku, of course. and of course, you know, thankfully, uh, this is where um Hatsume, uh, her her uh, her little gadgets actually come in handy here because they everybody's able to evade and get away from everybody's quirk um because they you know they're trying to trap them but of course you know she's got like the right gadget at the right time like rocket boots go this way go this way so like yeah you know, again this is one that you definitely have to watch cuz like it's so like whoever you know kind of breaking the fourth wall but whoever like wrote these it's super like i love how like everybody who's teamed together like it's the most unlikely of allies and the most unlikely of ability combinations that all fit together very seamlessly so i like how how like almost accidentally deliberate the teams are um from like a story standpoint it's really really cool
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's kind of hard to do like these battles justice um mostly because it's a lot going on all at once like all, all mm-hmm. your favorite characters are using all their abilities. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly, Midoriya's team is just trying to get away, because yep. uh, if they can just survive with their headband, they're good.
0: Yep. but one of the, uh, one of the, one of the big things here um, that we see is uh, we we get to see a nice rivalry, a Class One A and One B rivalry. Uh, we have Naito um, from One B, who's kind of the, he's the cocky blonde kid. Um, he like I don't. I'm trying to remember how they describe his ability, but he can like mimic another person's
1: quirk for like five seconds. Yeah, he can. He can steal the last person he's touched quirk for I think five minutes is what it is. Yeah, that's so fucking powerful, right? Like that's that's
0: really powerful.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm um, kind of confused on how he didn't make it into class one A. But <laughs> dude,
0: we are two. We are two for two because uh, almost going to be like five for five on these class one B kids that aren't in the hero course, and I'm like, there's no fucking way but well they say why because um in the uh, he's just like the um well I, I don't know maybe not him but he's just like the other kid that their quirk doesn't really lend themselves to like the entrance exam
1: oh okay yeah that makes sense um i see i see what you're saying like he's not like like him and shinzo they couldn't really do much in the entrance exam because they're basically yeah just, like he would have to touch like bakugo and then he's like oh, okay now i have this this explosion ability um yep so well, that makes sense, okay.
0: Yeah, but the big thing here is uh, Naito gets Bakugo's headband. In fact, has gotten a lot of points, and what what and what's important there is, you know, when after he starts taking a lot of people's headbands, like he's really getting in there. But he's like, you know, you know, I the reason I'm able to do this is like I like a lot of us sat back purposely, um, in the obstacle race to observe everybody we wanted to scout what you guys could do like we didn't they were like we didn't need to be first we just needed to make we just needed to make the cut and everybody's like you know that's pretty smart And of course bakugo is fucking furious <laughs> and uh and i know it pisses him off even more and he's like dude you're just famous for being fucking captured by that sludge villain and oh boy and this gets real. it's really gets under Bakugo's skin, and he's like, you know, fuck Midoriya. I want. I want to nuke this bastard. Because this guy's <laughs> gonna get it. And uh, so, and of course, like we have, we have this. Um, this episode's gonna. Uh, this episode winds down when pretty much a lot of the other teams are. One uh, B is like, you know, we're just gonna get all the other points, and uh, like One B does not want to be in the lead. They just want like. Th- I respect that because that's kind of how I feel. Like when I when I go to a card game tournament, Cody, I don't need to be first in Swiss. I just need to I need to be good enough to make the cut. Because mm-hmm. when you make the cut, it's a whole new ball game. Everything that happened prior to that does not matter. You're now in a whole new thing. So like I, I very much respect uh, the, the, the the long game that class one B is playing. Um but with with uh, Deku noticing that as well, um, uh, you know, he he thinks he he has uh he can he, you know him and his team can take a breather but oh no fucking uh Todoroki is uh on that ass and he is ready for that 10 million points and that takes us right into episode 18 Cody and uh so we get a fun little uh you know little you know kind of a precursor battle here um and yeah
1: between so, and uh, between Deku and Todoroki you mean?
0: Yes. Yeah, and um what what's really cool is you know they're you know of course we have Izawa and present mike pretty much running commentary on this whole thing and of course they've got a very much very much a king and jr kind of a uh, dynamic and <laughs> you know it's it's really really good commentary again like these episodes like the dialogue in these episodes are so great um but long story short um you know, they have they have a really good battle. They all get you know, these they're practically going one on one here and they 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 get they uh Todoroki's team gets the headband when it's all said and done because they're able to uh they're able to immobilize Dark Shadow because the the strength of Dark Shadow depends on uh how much light is in the area.
1: Yeah, and of course they're playing in like an open arena. So yep. Like, there's plenty of sunlight, and then with all the fire going on, like, Dark Shadow's pretty weakened at this point, um, Mm -hmm. and there's like a, there's like a final clash towards the end where Izuku manages to grab a headband, thinking it's the 10 million dollar one, or the 10 million point one, um, but he ends up getting like, it's one of the lower point ones, like 70 points or something like that, and, uh. Basically, there's, like, ten seconds left on the clock. You got Team Midoriya, Team Todoroki, and Team Bakugo. They all kind of, like, go to clash in the middle, and, uh... Oh,
0: man, and fucking Ida uses his, uh... His, uh... I guess it's kind of his signature move right now, the Recipro Burst. Mm-hmm. And he is able to fucking, like... Like, he just blasts Deku, and they're able to grab the ten million point headband. And I want to say, this, this is happening as time is expiring.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and of ba- course Bakugo falls flat on his face and uh <laughs> but all of their yep. teams managed to make it. Um that basically it's the top four teams that make it. And uh, we you got Team Todoroki, Team Bakugo, Team Shinzo, who's the guy from one B and then of course Team Adoria. Mm-hmm. Because at this point we, we don't think our, that he's made it, him and his his like team, but uh Yep. Tokiomi actually reveals that he actually grabbed a 615 point headband. Oh, so great! Because you're like, you're so like, you know, Deku's like, you know, it's my fault. I'm so sorry.
0: And uh, because I want to say, first place is uh, Todoroki. Uh, Second place is Bakugo. Third place is Hitoshi. Uh, Fourth place is um, um, Deku. His team, team Deku.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Tokiomi managed to grab a headband win when the clash happened and, uh, fortunately they, they made the cut to the top 16 Chris.
0: Yeah. A weird, Cause we are now going in the top 16. So basically the final event here is going to be pretty much, a, 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 a tournament style bracket. Now we're getting into like the fighting tournament part of the event. Um, but this episode ends with, uh, with, uh, we get to see a lot of the number two hero and that is Endeavor. Now, What's so important about Endeavor? What's revealed in I want to say this episode because this is the this is a big uh, uh, episode here for um, Roto-Roki. um Really, the big thing here is that we find out that no, no, I'm sorry, I will say this. yeah, this is where we find out that Rotoroki is actually Endeavor's son.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Endeavor is um, and the it, number two hero right behind All Might.
0: Yep. And what's important here is Todoroki also is like, you know, yeah, you know, this is where he's like, you know, the power that you have is very much like All Might. And, you know, he's he he asks, he's like, Are you like some secret love child of All Might?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And he's like, No, 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 that's not the case at all. And he's like, The fact that you said at all means that there is something there.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna find out what it is. Yeah, he's he's starting to pick up the, the... Something fishy's going on. Yep. And then, of
0: course, so it's kind of cool that, you know, the, the son of the number two hero and the protege of the number one hero are now going head to head. And, of course, you know, that that kind of mirrors All Might and Endeavor's rival because Endeavor is the number two hero and definitely wants to be at the top spot.
1: He almost doesn't remind me of a hero at all. Um... <laughs> He's very villain like in these first. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead
0: and say it here. Endeavor's a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Like, this guy sucks like he is a fucking dickhead. Um and like I don't know, it's just he's just like I don't know, like he thinks this shit's ice cream and everyone needs two scoops of it. Um but what also happens here, um we we cut back to to Deku and Todoroki and this is where we find out that um Endeavor you he pretty much the his quirks manifested themselves the way they did because Endeavor actually uh bought out uh a family uh I want to say uh the 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 Todoroki family to implement a a, a pretty much a, an arranged quirk marriage. Uh pretty much they their goal was to breed a a powerful quirk child, which that alone is already like super scary. Like that's a rabbit hole that this show could go down and it would be really really insanely like cool but dark at the same time that like you know, almost like, not not to go too crazy down this rabbit hole, man, but you could really be staring down the barrel of, like, a human trafficking thing, like, hey, this person has this quirk, let's pair them up with this person, or have, the you know, dare I even say it, like, have this, like, unconsensual, like, pretty much just rape, and have these, have these quirk these you know, these really powerful children born in this really negative light. Like there's some there's some wild shit that could happen just with those implications alone. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and this one already gets pretty wild because like throughout the next couple episodes we get to see more and more of like Todoroki's backstory mm-hmm. and like that his father Endeavor was basically like beating his mom, basically when she would like oh, try to stand was up such against a him.
0: Shithead.
1: Yeah. So it's it's a very like it's a pretty tragic backstory that he had to grow up dealing with.
0: Uh-huh. Dude, it's awful, and like his mom resents him for it. Like, in his mom, like the reason he's got like that, like burns, like that scar on his face is like his mom burned him. And it's like, get the fuck out of here, this poor kid. Like, no wonder he's so fucking like. I don't, I don't want to use the word emo, but the reason he's like just so like detached and just like like this poor kid, mm-hmm. this poor kid.
1: Yeah, and basically um, that's the reason. He he says that his father is the reason he doesn't use his left side, which is obviously like his the fire side, I should say. Um.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you know, to kind
0: of cut away from that, we are met with some comedic stuff here. We uh, we have um, <laughs> fucking my man Mineta, pretty much tricks the girls from class one A, the ones that aren't in the finals, like. Hey, uh, you know, so we need cheerleaders um, and we, you know, we need you guys to come and be the cheerleaders. So he just really just wanted to see them all wearing the cheerleader outfits. So I thought um, him and uh, uh, Kaminari, like, I thought that was really, really fun to see them, you know, play, play, you know, do a goof on the gals to, you know, to to continue on their pervy way. So, I mean, it it definitely kind of breaks just the the heavy, heavy tension Mm -hmm. uh, that we're seeing here. Um, one of the things that happens here too um is we see um one of the, one of the competitors uh from 1a uh Mashirao. Uh, Mashi Mashi
1: yeah I think it, it's Ojiro is his yeah, is Ojiro. His name. Uh, the, yeah kid, the kid with he, the um, big tail him and uh, yeah him then one other kid they basically withdraw
0: yeah because it, we find out that um that pretty much that during the cavalry battle like he's like I don't remember any of it like I was not I I had nothing to do with it so pretty much we find out that um that Shinzo pretty much used him as a puppet like so we get to see a lot of his power here yeah. um and so they and would, then we have they, those no, two withdraw
1: ahead. and so Midnight basically says all right well we need two more people to to come on up and so they they get um Who's the guy that's just like Kurashima? Oh, oh, Tetsu Tetsu. Tetsu Tetsu, yeah. So they get Tetsu Tetsu and the girl with the green hair, I don't know her. Uh, yeah. Um
0: Sh- uh Shiozaki.
1: Okay, see I I can't even remember her name honestly. Yeah, um, Shiozaki.
0: Uh, she's got she's like she's practically
1: like poison ivy from uh from Batman, mm-hmm. yeah, very, more very... You
0: know, for lack of a better way to put it. That's the best way to describe her.
1: Yeah, so they kind of fill in the the open spots, and then midnight basically she pulls the kind of pulls everybody's names out of the hat, and we get our first eight matchups for the first round of this this bracket style tournament.
0: Yep, and it's uh, we have Midoriya versus Shinso Todoroki versus Saro, uh, Shozaki versus Kaminari, Ida versus Hatsume uh Ashido versus aoyama uh Tokiyami versus uh Yayorozu. that's that's her name
1: yeah she uh, also they also that. call her momo a lot that's why yep, I, momo everybody's got to have and, three names on the show
0: <laughs> yeah and then of course we got my favorite round of the uh, match of the first round kirishima versus ted uh his name isn't just tetsu tetsu it's tetsu tetsu tetsu, tetsu. that's right <laughs> and then we've got bakugo versus ochako so uh we got some. We got a pretty stacked first round here. Um, so we got the first round here, um, or the first match, and it's. Um, I'm trying to see here. Um, Zuku
1: versus Satoshi. Yeah, yeah
0: versus, yeah versus Shinzo. And what's really cool here, uh, this is where we realize what Shinzo's power is. That he pretty much like if you, if you, I want to say if he asks you a question and you interact with him or if you speak with him. Uh, you're pretty much under his control, so that's why I call him Call Might. Like this motherfucker should be like, like I said, on the telephone, just dialing up the villains' hideout, you know, and just making them all just
1: march right into the police station. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. But, and uh, luckily Deku meets up with Ojiro in like the like the mm-hmm. ready like the locker room where they're basically preparing for their fights. And Ojiro kind of gives him the scoop, basically says exactly, hey, don't talk to him. Just don't say anything to him. Um yep. qu- of course and... once 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 their battle starts, he <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> he kinda He's a smooth
0: talker. Like oh, that's right. the thing, like uh uh I've already forgot. Shin uh, Shinso is a smooth fucking talker. Like he's he he says the shit that you're just like you just naturally answer to, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And so he, he kinda he kinda talks trash. I wanna say he talks trash on Ojiro, and that yep. causes Deku to to. Sp- like, say, hey, don't talk to him like that. And now, of course, mm-hmm. he's struck by this brainwashing ability that Shinzo has. And, yeah, uh,
0: and this is where you find out, because um, Aizawa mentions it, that, you know, because they're like, this kid is very, very powerful, but the reason he didn't get in the, the hero is because uh, the hero course is because his power was not very good during the 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 practical exam when, you know, when pretty much the scoring... He, he pretty much says how flawed that that practical exam is because he's got a quirk that is not combat-based or even rescue-based. But mm-hmm. it's something that was very, very, like that scoring was very, very important to getting into the hero course. So, you know, he just kind of got stuck in the general studies course because he couldn't demonstrate his ability. But what's really cool here is, um one of the other things that's important here before I get into that is, the the way you come on, come out of his control is, like something needs to bump into you, like something you something needs to contact you, right? So, because that's how uh, that's what Ojiro says. He's like, "Hey, somebody bumped into me." Next thing I know, I'm like, "Oh shit, where the hell am I?" Mm-hmm. Um. So we've got so pretty much Deku is under Shinzo's control, and he pretty much tells him, "Now go ahead and walk out of bounds." So Deku like turns around and starts walking out of bounds. Um. And what happens here? Um, now, I can't remember, I believe he gets
1: a little bit of help from All Might here. Well, he's, like, getting super close to the edge, like, where the, the oh. line is where he'd be out of bounds. And he yep. sees, like, all of these, like, almost, like, ghostly spirit type he things. He sees, like,
0: eight people. He sees, like, eight silhouettes or something like that.
1: Yeah, and somehow he, like, manages to, like, do a smash, like, flick his finger. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a little confusing, but, uh, he manages to break free of this, this brainwashing spell and then and then hits him with a fuck hits uh hits Shinzo with a fucking judo throw, and
0: that's a wrap.
1: yep and send, sends him out of bounds, and izuku is moving on to the what is it the semifinals, i guess uh quarterfinals top, he's in the top eight, yeah he is in top eight exactly and uh but what's really cool here is like everybody in the
0: crowd is really like, yo this the, you know the Shinzo is what you know like even though he lost. Like he was kind of the talk of the town in the stands with all the pro heroes, which I thought was really really cool. Then, like Class One B was like super proud of him, and I really liked I really liked that dynamics. Like even though he lost, they're like, dude, we're so proud of you. You got so far, and like the the, the kid, the other kid who resigned uh, from the finals was like, dude, do you hear everybody in the crowd? They're talking about you. you you're good, man. They're they're are the phone's gonna be ringing off the hook for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I thought that was really really cool.
1: Yeah, because we also get to see a little bit of Shinzo's backstory while they're fighting. And, like, basically all the kids in his class were telling him, like, hey, you have, like, the perfect quirk for a villain. But, like, he doesn't—he wants to become a hero. Yep. Um, no, absolutely. And then, of course, after Sodeku wins and he moves on, then we get to see the, one of the shortest fights of the, the whole thing, Todoroki against... Oh, my God. Or Saro, the guy that shoots tape out of his elbows.
0: Oh, no, he, yeah, hes it's just a fucking rap. It's yeah, t- just like...
1: <laughs> Todoroki's just, like, iceberg of like just freezes him up, can't move, you're immobilized, are mm-hmm. you? Sorry about you. And so Todoroki's going to be facing off against Izuku in the top 8, um, which kind of brings us right into our next our next episode. This is where we get like a bunch of yep. just a bunch of now, our qu- now, quicker matches.
0: Before that uh, before that episode happens, one thing I wanted to touch on from the previous episode is before that match happens uh in, or or after that match, uh, Shoto actually meets with Endeavor in the hallway and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You know, you have you have two sides. You need to use all of your power. You know mm-hmm. you're being childish, and you know he pretty much tells tells Endeavor like I'm not using that. I'm not doing it. Go fuck yourself. You're, you're yeah, a piece
1: he, of shit. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, he doesn't want to use the power that his father passed down to him. Yep. And then uh, and then we've got another again, like you said, a very
0: comical fight. We've got our man Kaminari versus uh uh Shiozaki, and of course Kaminari being kind of the like the I don't want to say a womanizer, but, um, he's, he's perverted Pikachu is what he is. Yeah. He's perverted (laughs) Pikachu. Yes. Old P squared. And, uh, he pretty much is like, well, you know, after I beat you, this will be a quick fight after I beat you, you want to go out to dinner with me. And, uh, she's just like, whatever dude. And just proceeds to like, he goes for like full on full retard shock. And, uh, she puts up a, like a vine barrier and she's able to protect him, protect herself from the electric blast. And able to immobilize the Kaminari and this match is over before it begins as well.
1: Yep. Absolutely gets slaughtered. Um yeah, so Shiozaki, she moves on to the next round. Um next up yeah, we have abs- we got Mei Hatsume, the gadget girl, uh, against yep. Ida. And she basically <laughs> she <laughs> I guess she gives him like one of her like inventions and midnight allows him yeah. to use it in the in the fight. Um uh, but turns out this is all part of Hatsume's plan, because she uses this as basically, like, a, a, pretty much like a commercial, because everybody's watching the sports festival, and including, mm-hmm. like, tech companies and support companies and all this stuff, and she basically uses that as her way to show off all of her little little gadgets.
0: Exactly, and uh, so basically, she just kind of tricked Ida into, you, into pretty much just showing off her shit.
1: Yep to try and get attention from, like, these, these agencies and everything. And then she ends up, after her, like, 10- or 20-minute commercial ad that she does, she, mm-hmm. uh, she just steps out and kind of just forfeits the match to Ida. Um, yep. And then we have... And what's, a, oh well, what's
0: funny here, because uh, we see some, like... We, we've seen uh, in this festival a little bit of jealousy from uh, Ochako, because, you know, after this is happening, like, Midoriya is, like, taking notes on Hatsume, and, like, she... Uh, Ochako gets up and leaves. No, granted, it's not for that, but like you, you can see like she she's kind of a jelly belly when it comes to this.
1: Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Cause she like leaves her that's where you see like her iced tea or whatever she was drinking is just sitting there like melting away. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so you can tell it she's I I don't know if I'd call her upset, um, but she's definitely wants to try and win her match coming up here. Um No
0: absolutely. And uh, then uh the next match we have uh Mina versus uh I, uh, Aoyama, Aoyama. Yep. Um, so we get a little, pretty much acid
1: versus tummy blast here. Yeah, and she pretty much just avoids him the whole time because she knows if he uses his laser, it'll cause his stomach stomach to hurt. And then I want to say she uses yep. her acid and like melts his belt, so he's. Yep, and then gives him the old Mortal Kombat uppercut. Oh yeah, the old crouch, <laughs> the old crouch That's and uppercut, right. and then. Uh... That's the classic. And then Rosu is up against Tokiomi, which I thought was actually going to be like a good match. Oh, man. But Tokiomi just uses Dark Shadow, just push her right out of the ring. GG, see you later. Yeah,
0: and and what's important here is um like she feels like I I, I want to say they they don't really talk about it here so much, but they mention like she feels she she was kind of like elite, like she was one of like the ones who got into the hero course on a recommendation, like, she's supposed to be, like, the elite, and she was just so easily defeated by this quirk, like, this, this weighs on her for a while.
1: Yeah, you can tell she's, she's kind of, she's clearly upset, um, oh yeah, and of course we got our, our Tetsu Tetsu versus Kirishima, oh my god, just
0: a whole bunch of big old dumb fucking goobers (laughs) just... Just this is like this is like thing versus Hulk, right? We're just gonna sit there and just beat the shit out of each other. Like it's just they just fucking potato each other until they both just (laughs) they both pretty much knock each other out. And so they're like, all right,
1: sudden death, we'll uh we'll figure that shit out in a second. Get these carcasses out of here. Yeah, basically and and I'm just gonna touch on this now because it's not too big of a, an important point. Mm-hmm. Basically, later on when they wake up, they have an arm wrestling match and yeah. Hiroshima wins. Um, yeah. But then this episode kind of comes to a close. We get to see Ochako and she's basically trying to kind of just hype herself up because she has to go up against Bakugo, which is obviously no easy task. He's like top of Absolutely. their class at the moment. And, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, she this is actually a really good fight. Yeah, honestly. and she actually doesn't want help from the others. Like she wants to kind of do it on her own.
0: Yeah, because uh you know she's in the she's back in the locker room and she you know deku's like hey you know I've got I've got the book on this guy you know I've known him since we were kids yeah quite you know, literally can, has the book <laughs> yeah like literally I've got the book on him and he's like you know hey and but she's like no you know she she kind of does the same thing that Ida did she was like you know I've always found myself relying on you if I'm gonna get better I need to do this on my own and then they're like yeah I get it Um, and of course, you know, Tinya's like, hey, well, what advice were you going to give her? It's like, well, just just touch him and just all you got to do is touch him and float him away, send him out of bounds. Um, but this is actually a really good fight. And what I like here is, uh, you know, she actually has some good moves. She has some good strategies, but ultimately what happens here is she overexerts herself and she actually fights until she can't stand up. Um, and what's really cool here is uh, we actually get some you get some recognition from Bakugo that Bakugo did not underestimate her at all. Mm -hmm. That like, he's like, you know, no, she has a good power. She's, you know, pretty much acknowledging her ability and how she was going to give it her all. Like he, I like the fact that even though he's a dickhead, he's like, she's here for a reason. Like she's good at what she does. And I can't sleep on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I thought that was
1: really, really cool. Yeah, and ultimately, he ends up overpowering her, um, and yep. she loses, and then we get to see, like, a little bit more of her backstory. She calls her... her this is her, so great. She calls her father, and he basically, she's, like, saying that...
0: That I lost, and he's like, no way, like, we're so proud of you.
1: Yeah, like, very, very, like, like they're just trying to console her, essentially, after after this big loss. Um. But obviously, mm-hmm. she's still pretty upset, and this is where we get that arm wrestling match between Tetsu Tetsu and Kirishima. Yeah. Uh, and then when Kirishima wins, they actually kind of, their rivalry kind of comes to a close. It's more like they're like kind of like the friendly rivalry. Um,
0: yeah, this is great, because like, they're, they're practically the same guy, so I, I hope we get to see more of them up. And like I was telling you before the cast, uh, uh, Kirishima, who, you know, in the next half of this, we, we learn his hero name is Red Riot. He is slowly becoming, like, one of my favorite characters in this show, especially after season four, when he gets a Pretty major, like you know, he gets some pretty major, uh, some screen time and some really awesome fights. Mm. Um, this, this, he is, he is slowly becoming one of my favorite characters, and uh, I'm glad to see like these early exploits and like things I may have overlooked when watching the show. Because you know, another quick tangent because we're coming down the home stretch here. I love that even though Deku is quote unquote the main character they don't shove him down your throat like they don't they don't goku him right they don't like they don't yusuke him they don't they like he they don't give you like the main protagonist treatment like all of these kids get their chance to shine and it goes back to just how really well written this show is and which is why i fell in love with it like it's a it's not easy to have such a large cast of characters all who are super unique as we talk about the two kids with the exact same power, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I love how they, they just do a masterful job of giving everybody their chance to shine. Um, and this was kind of like the early, the early red riot. We get to see him like, you know, not only does he have just a fucking knockdown, just slobber knocker with Tetsu, then he fucking bops him in the arm wrestling. And I love the scene, like. They're arm wrestling, like, like, he's got, like, the fucking, like, he's gripping the table, and his fingers are, like, in the table, and the table's fucking cracking. Like, this is, like, some over-the-top Stallone shit. All he's missing is the backwards hat and, like, kissing the fingers and just, <laughs> If you've ever seen Over the Top. Yeah. Which podium, I, okay, thank God. Thank God. If you would have said no, I'd have, I'd have just been like, and that's the episode.
1: Yeah, that's the episode. Didn't get the reference, talking um, oh, man. yeah, it's
0: cool. If I like you it. haven't seen over the top listeners. you need to fucking do that. one of Stallone's best
1: absolutely yeah, I, I'm glad you touched on that, because this anime does it much better than most of the others like, and i can mm-hmm. I could list off a hundred examples of characters that are underutilized in shows um mm-hmm. and this one like you like you said, like even though it might take a few seasons for like the headphone jack girl to get her time in the spotlight, she's gonna get it um absolutely
0: and you realize just how like all of these kids matter.
1: Absolutely. Um, I love it. But now Chris, it's time for our not our main event, but one of one of the bigger fights that we actually get to see. It's not just like a a quick a quick push out of the ring. This is of course, I'm talking about Izuku versus Todoroki.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And uh we're um as um as is finishing up the conversation with her father, um we see um so Deku um you know leaves uh the room um she she talks to her dad and he actually uh, Deku's actually met with Endeavor out in the hall and meet uh, he runs into Endeavor out in the hallway and of course like Deku kind of geeks out for a second he's like oh shit that's Endeavor you know the number 2 hero and pretty much Endeavor's a dick you know he you know compares him to All Might yada 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 doing the same old shit um and talks about how you know you know that You know, he wants him to, like, we need you, like, I need you to fucking go hard against Shoto. Like, I need you to, you know, I need you to really make him use all of his power so he can beat you and surpass
1: All Might. Yeah, which is, I mean, he's just, he doesn't seem like the hero type at all. He doesn't, and I love the fucking clapback. Like, as,
0: on his way out, Deku's like, um, his quirk is his own. He's He doesn't have to be like you. He just needs to be himself. Like, hits him with the far, hard, like... Like, it should cut to that meme
1: with, like, all those guys, like, you know. You know the one I'm talking oh. about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, absolutely. He, he claps back real quick, and he's basically... I think yeah. he says, his quirk is not yours. Um,
0: yeah, and it's so funny to me, because I'm like, you know, Deku has, like... His balls have dropped between season <laughs> one and this point, because like, if he would have met Endeavor at the beginning of like, or like even halfway through season one, he probably would have shit Endeavor's pants. You know <laughs> what I mean? But now he's like mouthing off to him,
1: yeah, like now, on the fucking
0: brass balls on this kid.
1: Now, granted, he still does cry in every single episode, but oh, yeah, of course, of he's course. getting he's getting better. Um, but yeah this this fight kicks off and. Oh. Man. Todoroki's throwing all of his ice attacks at Deku, and Deku is snapping fingers left and right. Oh my god,
0: Deku's like, just breaking himself, and uh, he pretty much, what it boils down to is like, you know, and again, this is one that, you know, us describing what's going on is not gonna do it justice. This is, this is probably the best fight of this arc. Like, it's really, really good, <laughs> and you know, basically what it boils down to, he's like, He's like, you need to use your power.
1: Yeah, because Deku's kind of catching on to the fact that like... He's the, not using... The, the more Todoroki uses his ice side, mm-hmm. he, the the fire side's supposed to counteract it so he doesn't, like... Because he's, like, shivering. like And you mm-hmm. can see like ice is starting to build up on him, almost like in a way, kind of like, mm-hmm. it reminds me of like, Sub-Zero, like, when he has, like, ice yep. on him. And so, like, Izuku's basically just trying to get him to like, kind of, like, break out of his shell and, like understand that like this is his quirk it's not his dad's quirk even though he get, he passed it down to him like like you can like kind of yeah. lead your own path you know just some kind of like inspirational stuff and they're talking about like these he's talking to him the whole time obviously while they're fighting yep. and um eventually and he
0: basically just challenges him he's like you
1: need to use your power mm-hmm. yeah and kind and... of while the fight's going on we get to see a little bit we get to see some more of those like flashback scenes of like Todoroki's yep. backstory. We keep we keep oh. replaying those anytime we see him really. Um absolutely. And what I really like here is that like while Deku's breaking all
0: of his fingers and doing shit, he pretty much like pretty much tells Shoto that like you haven't touched me yet. Like <laughs> you haven't hurt me. You need to quit fucking around. Yeah, cuz he's the one like, breaking
1: his fingers. Like <laughs> Yeah,
0: he's like yeah, he's like you can't touch me, dude. Like you need to use your power cuz like and and of course like that's when uh Todoroki's like, "Yo, all right, he knows what the fuck he's doing. Um, you know, Deku's just, like, trying to, like... He's just... He's not he's not fighting recklessly. He's very calculated with everything he's doing. Um. Yeah, this was really, really good. Like, from a dialogue standpoint and just from a... Uh, just from, like, an actual, like, fight... Um, fighting standpoint. It was really, really good.
1: Yeah, and eventually, when Shoto thinks he's basically... <laughs> Essentially, the Deku's ran out of fingers. Uh, he charges back at him again, and he—he he basically like I, I don't. <laughs> this is where Deku's arms get like a second break, <laughs> like quite oh, literally. Oh my god! Like he dude. when he breaks his fingers, it turns red, like it. It's like very anime style, like you can tell oh, that's yeah. a, that's an injured limb. But then mm. it goes purple, and I'm like, okay, so we can now he can break his arm and his fingers twice now.
0: Oh man!
1: Um, but basically he's just trying to get him to use his, his other power, and eventually is. Like the frost is building up on Todoroki, and it yeah. causes Izuku to be able to actually land a, a hit for with one for all on him, um, which knocks him mm-hmm. down. And um, eventually he gets back up, and uh, he kind of gives him like the whole inspirational speech kind of talk that like, kind of just trying to like I said break like break down the walls like Chris Jericho well, style and, and break down the walls.
0: He does because when he uh when he fucking you know after after seeing all the flashbacks and you know the egging on from deku and just how how important he's starting to realize that like he is his own man holy shit you know the crowd is just like like everybody is just taken back and um so and while they're, like while this is happening like this like cementos and uh midnight are like and we should probably like step in shit's getting real
1: down there yeah, because Cementos is kind of like he's not the referee, but like if one of the kids are about to kill each other, like he's Yeah. It's his job to kind of step in. Um, And we end up going into this next episode, which is actually titled The Origin of Shoto Todoroki. Um, Dude,
0: and I love the animation. But before we do that, like the animation, when like you see like his arms come up and like Deku's like flying at him and like you see like you see pretty much like, like he's getting ready to like just flare the fuck up and then like you see the cement blocks come up. It was such a cool scene. You're like, like I was out of my seat the first time I saw this.
1: So oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. When they when they when they go to clash, oh man, oh, one of those man. iconic moments. Anytime two anime characters clash, it's always like a cool moment. Uh but this like it makes me not even remember who Bakugo is. I don't even care. Like at this point, yeah. What's a what's a Bakugo? Yeah, don't care. This is the new main rival this is, character. This, this is peak. <laughs> this is peak MHA. But uh, yeah, so pretty much that
0: episode ends with uh, Todoroki being declared the victor, and what I really like here is, um, you know, I love that he kind of gets that you know, Todoroki. Almost, I don't want to. He does not get the closure, but he pretty much tells his dad Endeavor like, I don't, I don't need you, man. I'm my, I am my own man, and he, he's pretty much like he's not sure if he's gonna use his fire side, but he's just like, I don't need you at all. Like he pretty much almost like kind of like disowns his dad right here. Which is fine considering everything he's been put through.
1: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, his dad is just a piece of shit and he's like shouting from the stands because he's happy that he finally used the fire. Like his fire like his left side and it's like
0: Yeah. He's hey, like, like he's, just a
1: piece of work. Like <laughs> He he's like he's like that over
0: he's like that overly committed football dad that like you know, like varsity blues, what was it? Varsity Blues where he's like taping the fucking football to his hands, like he's that guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like he's fucking like he is overly enthusiastic football dad um, that is pretty much it's, it's like him almost like trying to live his second life through his son. Um, but uh, so and also what happens here, this is a really, really cool scene. So uh, Deku's out like he is he is wrapped up. He is in uh, recovery girls uh, nurse's office and the students bust in and they see uh little all might here and they're like, uh, hi, mister, who are you? <laughs>
1: Yeah, luckily, Recovery Girl kind of shoes them away before, uh, before they yeah. realize who it is. Because at yep. this point, nobody's seen like the broken down version of All Might.
0: No, absolutely.
1: Um, now, also, while this is going on,
0: um, so Ida is trying to, because um, I want to say here, does Tenya wins his next match? If I'm not mistaken,
1: uh, he won against Mai. And then I believe yes. his next match is
0: because he still has another match, but um, I'm trying to remember who he fights. I'm trying to remember here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He pushes. Uh, he 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 pushes. Uh, what's her name? Out of bounds. The the uh the poison the, ivy um, girl. Shiozaki. Yeah, pushes her out of bounds like super fast because he okay. uses his reciprocal burst. And just, <clears throat> like this is that one we're talking about where it's like oh shit, where it's just over.
1: Okay, and, and then, then uh, Toki only pushes out uh, Mina Ashido.
0: Yep, absolutely. And what's really cool here is... Uh, so one of the things here, or we're starting to get kind of the, the big picture here. So Tenya is trying to contact his brother Tensei, who's I believe is Ingenium, mm. um, to discuss his victory. But uh, Tensei, we, we cut over to Tensei, who is actually on a mission. Um, they're actually searching for uh, the hero killer Stain. Yep. Um, and I want to say we... Um, I don't know if it cuts away or here is where we see that, uh, he finds stain in an alleyway and mm-hmm. starts to pursue him. And then it cuts back.
1: Mm-hmm. We get like a, a brief little glimpse at like what, what his brother's actually out doing while he's trying to contact yes. him. Um, yep. And then we got, of course, Bakugo ends up overpowering Kirishima in their match. Um, yep. basically he kind of just out stamina's him, uh, because he mm-hmm. can use his quirk for longer. Um, and then we got Ida versus Todoroki, yeah, uh, which is
0: another great match.
1: Yeah, Ida almost lands his, his special move, whatever the Recipro burst or whatever you said it was called.
0: The uh, Recipro burst, yeah,
1: yeah. But Todoroki, of course, he does kind of he, like he freezes up the engines. Yeah, he kind of does what he did to Shiro, where he just immobilizes him with his ice. Um, yep. And I think this is where we get the scene where Ida actually tries to call his brother.
0: Um, yeah, and what happens here? Uh, so yeah, he tries to call and what happens, we go, we go back to, um, to Ingenium, uh, who's Tensei and he's laying in a pool of blood and we see, uh, stain who is kind of bandaged up very, he he's very much, uh, for those who maybe aren't watching the show as you're listening to this, which you should be, because this is amazing. I, I liken stain to like Deadpool. If that's a, if that's an app comparison, would you agree with that?
1: I could I can say a little bit, um,
0: yeah. Without the it's without the like fun,
1: a, without the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To take all the fun
0: away from Deadpool, and you know this is who you've got. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, he kind of has this little this little monologue where he's like, you know, heroes just you know they're not you, know, you heroes aren't real. You're just you know you're only in this for yourselves for the fame and fortune. Only there's only one who's worthy to be called hero, and he's the only one who has permission to kill me. And he's talking about all. my...
1: Mm-hmm. So, and then we, we flash back and we get to see, um, just real quick, Bakugo figuring out Tokiomi's weakness, which obviously we yeah. kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, uh, but his dark shadow, when it's in the light, it's weaker. Like if it's nighttime out, he's the greatest hero of all. Like, but yeah.
0: And but, he actually, and what's really cool is, uh, Bakugo does think on his feet. He, uh, he's like, you know, cause Tokoyama asked him, was like, Hey, did you know that this whole time? And he was like, no, I figured it out just by attacking you.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah and then we so, all the episode kind of comes to a close we get to see stain he's kind of chilling up just perched up on like a building or something mm-hmm. and old boy kirigiri kind of comes out and he's like hey you trying to join the league of villains or yeah like, we're, we're, <laughs> uh, we're we're fans of your work
0: um you know we've heard of you hero killer stain yeah pretty much gives him the old open invite um and then we're coming down to pretty much the the, the final episode here um We've got the finals of the Sports Festival. We've got the match you know we've all been waiting for. This is your WrestleMania 3. This is the unstoppable force and the immovable object. We've got uh Katsuki Bakugo versus Shota Todoroki. Um and this is a really really solid fight here. Yeah, this one um, was a,
1: a little bit underwhelming. Um mostly mm-hmm. just the way it ends. Uh I think the I think the Deku Todoroki fights obviously the best, but I mean there's a lot of sto- oh, sure. there's a lot of story that's been built up throughout the episodes, you know, with Todoroki's backstory. So it it, it makes it more impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah
0: and and Bakugo can actually, from like a physicality standpoint, like Bakugo and Todoroki, they they go toe to toe. I would even dare say, like Bakugo might actually be like if they were just to have straight up fisticuffs, no quirks, Bakugo would probably beat the shit out of Todoroki.
1: But yeah, Bakugo, he's basically getting pissed because Todoroki's not using his left side. And Bakugo, of course, mm-hmm. he wants to be better than Deku. He doesn't want Anybody to take it easy on him if they went hard against Deku and um with Izuku, Izuku, he, he's cheering off in the stands. Uh, Todoroki basically is like, All right, fine, I'll use my left side. Um, and then Bakugo is basically about to use his quote unquote special move, the howitzer, yeah, impact. fucking howitzer impact, baby, yes, sir. Um, but Todoroki then he kind of he kind of like lets off and yeah, yeah he kind of breaks there for basically second. just he lets bakugo win is how i how i take this um
0: yeah no absolutely he uh he has like a like a family like thing and he like he's thinking about his family and shit and bakugo like he pumps the brakes bakugo hits the gas he doesn't give a fuck but it actually but what sucks is like that really pisses off bakugo he's like dude you like he's he's like more pissed that he didn't use his powers he pretty much like demands the fight to keep going he's like yo get the fuck back in that ring get on your feet
1: yeah, until and, uh, Midnight uses her powers to, like, put him out. I, oh, yeah, pretty much I can't remember. Him. I can't remember what her powers are, but I, she can, like... It's almost like pheromones. Like It's like she can, like... Just put I him to know. sleep.
0: Yeah, like, uh, she has, like, pheromones like,
1: or, like, some sort of ether. She just fucking just ethers you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it almost seems like... I guess Todoroki's trying to get back at his dad. Trying to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not going to win with your quirk. I'm just going to... Throw the match essentially. Um but then of mm-hmm. course after the match we have like our our medal ceremony where All Might's giving out the medals. They got they got Bakugo like muzzled. He's up. like
0: Hannibal he's like Hannibal Lectured up. He's just like
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's Hann- like All Might's like that's a bit excessive, isn't it? Yeah, he looks like like you said, Hannibal Lecter or like Cyrus the Virus if you've ever seen like yes. Con Air. <laughs> fucking Con Air reference. I love it. I fucking love it. Here we go. I finally throw in a throw in a classic movie reference. I love it. Um but yeah, he, uh, of course, um, Ida, of course, isn't there. Midnight basically announces to everyone that he had a family emergency. Um, yep. And so he's not there and to get course. his third place medal with Todoroki, or with Um Tokoyami.
0: Yep. And, and of course, we know what that emergency is. His brother just got fucking murked
1: mm-hmm. and, by uh, a
0: stain. And of course, uh, and, uh, we see Tenya get to the hospital. His brother's in pretty critical condition.
1: Yeah, fortunately, he's alive, like, I, yes. I, because when I when I first saw, like, I mean, he's in a pool oh, yeah. of blood. Like, I'm like, okay, he's dead, like, 100%. Yeah,
0: absolutely, and I think, I mean, I wouldn't have hated if he died here, because that would have given Tenya maybe a little more, I don't know. He's I mean, not that he needs motivation, but I think seeing that maybe would have, I don't know, maybe would have, no pun intended, like, propelled his character a little further. But <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he was okay, because, I mean, obviously, Stain definitely is going to, you know, get his comeuppance here shortly.
1: Yeah, so, like, everybody's basically, like, the show's over, they're they're going home to recover and everything, and then we get to see Todoroki actually decides to go see his mother, who, I guess his father basically put in, like, a... Yeah? I don't know if it's, like, a mental institute. Oh, um, yeah,
0: you know, it, it's, 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 it's a psychiatric hospital, absolutely.
1: Yeah, because she, basically, she... I don't know, we don't get to see, at least if we did, I missed it, but I don't think we get to see, like, the actual scene where she, like, threw water on him. Yeah. Um at least not at this point. Um but after that happened, after like whether it was an accident or whatever happened, um after she poured the boiling water on him, mm-hmm. um Endeavor basically had her thrown into this this mental institute. And so he goes to basically see her because he basically wants to you know, he knows that his mom isn't like a bad person. It's just mm-hmm. Endeavor caused her to become this. Um, and he kind of wants to, like, he basically vows, I want to say he wants to, like, break her out of, like, this, like, institute yep. that she's in, basically to save her, quote-unquote. Uh,
0: yeah, and then we get to see, uh, yeah, so that, and I think that's really cool. I, I can't wait to see more backstory on, you know, the Todoroki family. But I really like here that we get to see Achaku come home uh, to her family.
1: Yeah, like the, um, the post credit scene? Yeah. This is the only one I actually, like, I was like, wait, I need to be watching these post-credits. And I wait mm. until episode 12 to actually watch one, and I was super glad <laughs> I did, because I don't think I've seen this scene before where she actually comes yeah, home this to like is, her mom and dad. This is the scene
0: I was thinking. Yep, and this is the scene I was thinking of where, like, Bakugo's, like, brushing his teeth and his mom's fucking yelling at him.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like everybody's recovering and Bakugo's just fuming still that Todoroki kind of threw the match.
0: Um. Yep, because pretty much they're, they're out of school for the next two days, and, uh,. You know that's where this episode is going to come to an end, Cody. The sports festival is over. Bakugo is the first place. He is the champion. He has got the strap. He's gone. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, and he, now we're we
1: we he, we he figured kept... out who these. Oh, I'm sorry. I no, was going to say he no, kept no, he kept he kept his word at the beginning. He said he was going to win, and sure as hell he, he did. He
0: sure as shit did. He sure as shit did, and uh. We're, we're, so now, you know, we're, we're left with some questions here. Uh, well, A, who the fuck is Stain? And what's going to be the fallout of this uh, this attack on Tenya's brother? Um, and obviously, he, has some, he doesn't have a grudge towards All Might, which, I mean, obviously I figured most villains would probably have some sort of grudge towards All Might because he is the guy who's probably locked him up once or twice. But it's like he wants All Might to kill him. That's the vibe I got. Uh, from you know from that his brief scene. Will he join the League of Villains, Cody? I just don't
1: know. Chris, we're just gonna have to find out next week. We are as we shown (laughs) in his sights. That's right.
0: (laughs) The next episode of Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) But uh but yeah dude, like this is gonna be great because uh the, the next episode we're gonna pick right up where they're gonna pick their hero names.
1: That's right, Chris. We're gonna get some names. We're gonna get is it Red Riot is Kirishima's name?
0: Oh, fuck yeah, it is, boy. Yes, it
1: uh, is. And then, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, and this is where we kind of get the more serious half of the season, I would and, call And it. I
0: want to say, um, also, too, I believe Tenya actually takes up the mantle of Ingenium uh, in the second half of the season.
1: That's what I was trying to remember, um, just because mm-hmm. it's been a while since I've not just called him Tenya. But, like, I have... A, mm-hmm. Just to go off, off the rails a little bit here, I got, like, yeah. the Ingenium there's a t-shirt funko pop like bundle set um that yeah. they do and it's ingenium is the pop in the shirt and i'm like i'm pretty sure this mm-hmm. is actually Tenya. it's not like ingenium ingenium yep. um and i could be wrong but you guys yep, just cause... have to stick around and watch with us
0: <laughs> absolutely because i'm pretty certain that like his brother can no longer fight like his brother's like okay, that... i don't want to i want to say like he's out of commission for good that makes um, sense and... that sounds more yeah.
1: familiar um
0: yeah which is really great like the second half of season 2 is it takes a drastic turn. We've had the fun tournament. Now we're getting into like we're getting into the dark stuff. Like these next these next few seasons are pretty heavy. So we're we're taking we're taking a we're taking a dark turn here and you know we're going to you no know, that's what we're going to cover next week. We're going to finish season 2. Then we're going to go into se- the first half of season 3, Cody. It's going to be such a fucking wild ride.
1: Absolutely, Chris. And of course, we've been throwing some movies and all that stuff. Um, so
0: Absolutely. But Cody, you know we can't finish this episode. It's back after a little bit of a hiatus. we got some questions.
1: That's right, Chris. What do we, what do we okay. got for this week?
0: So we've got a kind of a two-fold question. The first one is, if you could have any quirk, what would it be? And the second half of that is, with that quirk, if you had that quirk, what would your hero name be?
1: Okay, now, Chris, before I I give mine, um, can, mm-hmm. does it have to be something that's in the show?
0: No, it can be any power, like any power okay. you want.
1: Because I, I, I think we've had a similar question like this before, mm-hmm. um, and I don't even remember what I put on the first one, um, but I think probably just the ability to fly is pretty damn cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I know it's kind of like the, it seems like a pretty lame go-to, um, but it's just, mm-hmm. it's something that's neat. uh you know just being able to fly is just it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um as far as a hero name would go Oh man. Chris, I don't know. I, that that one I I would have to let me let me work on that while you when I, when I get your uh your quirk, what would your quirk be? And I'll I'll try so to think my, of a cool name here.
0: <laughs> I would want as weird as it sounds, I would want something like invulnerability, kind of like um almost like to put it in, like, to, like a, I guess a, a, a Western perspective, uh, like, something like Luke Cage, right, where I have unbreakable skin, I'm, you know, I have, like, an invulnerability, invul- and I would want my name to be something like, like, Brick Wall, the impervious hero, or something like that, you know what I mean? where like, I can, like, step in front of people and, like, take the bullets, take the blades, take whatever the fuck they're throwing at us, you know what I mean? That's what I would want, invulnerability.
1: My bad, Chris. I had my I had my mic muted. Um, oh, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's a pretty cool one. I think you got a, a much better name. I don't, I don't know what I could actually come up with a name. You know, Chris. <laughs> unfortunately, the only thing I could think of is Birdman.
0: <laughs> oh, ain't nothing wrong with that.
1: <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with Birdman. Birdman,
0: the attorney hero.
1: That's right, Chris. Um, but yeah, I think I think just being able to fly would just be a super cool like superpower slash quirk. Um,
0: uh, absolutely. Would, would you would you have, like, a weird quirk, like a weird part of your quirk where you'd have, like, I don't know, like, wings, or you'd have, like, boosters on the bottom of your feet, or, like, almost like little wings on your ankles or something like that?
1: Oh, uh, you gotta go wings for sure, right? I feel like the yeah. wings are just cool, you know, whether that be, like, mm-hmm. who's the X-Men that has the wings? I'm trying to think of his name.
0: Uh, Ar- uh, Archangel.
1: Is it Archangel? Okay. Like, you know, just yeah. something like that. And obviously, us being, like, Final Fantasy nerds, you know, there's mm-hmm. Sephiroth and... All, all the cool wings oh, they get thrown in later on in the oh, series after their original games. Absolutely. you know how it goes oh absolutely um, well no
0: that'd be that'd be absolutely fun like i i love the idea of like after thinking about oh if i had superpower what would it be but i've, yeah. I've always like and there's loved just invulnerability.
1: there's just so many cool ones it's hard to really just pick one you know um
0: yeah because like like how intimidating is that right and the reason i say that is like like when I think of like someone like Superman, yeah, he can fly, yeah, he's fast, yeah, he's got fucking you know, super strength. But like what's more intimidating than when you try to shoot him in the face and the bullet just <laughs> bounces off? Uh, you're fucked. Like there's just you, you've you've tried everything and now you've just tried to kill him and it didn't work. Then he's gonna turn you into a fucking pretzel. You know, like I would take the bullet and I'd be like, Yo, Red Riot, go get
1: him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And we'll get to see a whole lot of more of our of our heroes here go, go into actual battle coming in these next few seasons. Um, we'll get to see Absolutely. all kinds of new powers, all kinds of cool stuff, Chris. So I, I'm oh, really, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that.
0: I am too, man. And with that being said, Cody, I've got nothing else. Um, this was, um, like I said, this might be my least favorite season, but I love, I love the story that's excuse me, that's being told. I love that we're getting, we're digging into these characters now. And it's all going to start coming into play as we move forward. So while I think it's one of the weaker offerings, it's still absolutely a fantastic season. And watching it back again makes me appreciate it that much more just for the storytelling.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And of course, the intro just slaps
0: pretty much. Oh, yeah, dude.
1: Oh, my God. I think this might be one of my favorite My Hero intros, if not my favorite. I I really just like it. Um,
0: my my favorite's the one coming up soon. I don't know if it's the next one or the one after, where like it, it cuts into like it shows like like it's, it, no, it's the next. It's not the next one. It's the one after. It's during the uh, during the arc where they fight all for uh, all for one. Okay. Uh, that that intro fucking
1: <laughs> slaps. Yeah, love love all of the My Hero Academia intros. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for this week. Uh, if you guys want to follow along with us. Keep up to date with us you can follow us on our Facebook and our Twitter page both at Shonen and Suds um, and just uh, watch these final 13 episodes of season two with us you guys can catch them on Funimation or Hulu um, and yeah just Absolutely. look forward to all the all the future my hero content we got a lot of it coming down the pipe here so uh
0: indeed and well that being said
1: Cody you, you pretty much brought us home I'm Chris Adams and I am Cody Snodgrass.
0: And thank you for watching, or watching, thank you for watching My Hero, but thank you for listening to us as always. And with that, we'll see you.